Dear friends in Christ, there was once a building that rocked, a building that shook at its very foundation. And it was not because of an earthquake or a hailstorm like we had last evening. It was not because a rock band had turned up the volume full blast. It rocked because of another kind of power that filled that particular place and gave boldness and unity to all the people that were present. It happened like this. The Apostle Peter had just healed a lame and crippled man. And of course, he got into trouble for doing that with the Jewish authorities. He was told never to preach in the name of Jesus ever again. And when he was released from jail, he reported to the believers nearby what had happened. Now, you might think that those believers would go into kind of a deep depression because all this oppression and persecution now had fallen upon the church and and they didn't feel free to share the gospel. But just the opposite happened. Instead of the church... Instead, the church responded with dynamic prayer in that place to the point where the whole building was shaken and they were filled with the Holy Spirit access and they prayed intensely for courage to continue to preach and to witness boldly in spite of the opposition. Gathering together to pray as the body of Christ has always been a time when the the power of the Holy Spirit can come upon us in a dynamic and wonderful way. I remember after 9-11, that evening, when we gathered here as a congregation in the sanctuary, we sensed the presence of the Holy Spirit as we came together, and that time together gave us comfort and courage in that hour of need as 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 a country. There's a story of a guide who was showing a tourist from England, Niagara Falls. And the guide said, as they were looking at the falls, he says, here before you is the greatest unused power in the world. And the man from England, who just happened to be a Christian, responded to the guide, no, my brother, the greatest unused power in the world is the Holy Spirit of the living God. And that's so true. We as individuals and as a church at large sometimes, I believe, forget to tap into the Spirit's power for the strength and the boldness that we need in our Christian walk. We continue at times to push along with our own human effort when the Spirit would like to show his power through us instead. D.L. Moody once illustrated this truth as he preached one Sunday and he held up a glass glass. And he said, how can I get the air out of this glass? And someone responded, well, suck it out with a pump. Well, Moody said, well, that would create a vacuum in the glass and, and the glass would shatter. After many other impossible 
suggestions about how to get the air out of the glass. Moody smiled and he took a, a, a glass pitcher in his hand and poured water into the glass till it was overflowing on the top. And he said, now, this is how you remove the air out of a glass. Fill it with something else. Well, he then went on to show that victory and power in the Christian life is not by seeking our own strength and sucking out all the sin of our life and and dealing with all the evil in this world in our own strength. It just can't happen. But to allow the Holy Spirit to fill us and give us power for whatever we need. That's the only way we deal with sin and evil in this world. What did you hear as the congregation that these confirmants said in their speeches this morning? I heard them say, that they had experienced a God who has personally come to them and have given them courage and strength to deal with fear and temptation and stress and loss. In their short lives, you see, they have already begun to experience God's power. And then we laid hands on them around the altar railing and and we prayed that God would stir up the Holy Spirit in their lives to keep them alive in the faith and strong enough to meet the challenges of their lives. You see, the reason that our lives and the life of the church is sometimes so weak is that we have forgotten to tap into God's power source to pray daily with conviction like the New Testament Christians did for boldness and for strength by the Holy Spirit. These young people need God's power as never before. The temptations of this world are very strong and they will need the spiritual support in a continuing way from their parents and godparents and friends and, and others who are part of their lives. So I say to you, double your efforts, for Satan is not happy about their commitment to Christ, and he will try to weaken their faith. My hope and prayer is that you young people, if you would gather together again as a class 20 years from now, that you would be able to tell each other all the wonderful displays of God's power that you had experienced in your lives in these 20 years, ways in which you have grown and experienced his strength in your life. Now, it'll be tempting to remain at a ninth grade level of spiritual maturity. Many Lutherans have been satisfied to be done with their Christian uh, growth after ninth grade and have leveled off in their faith. But don't let that happen to you. Stay involved in the church and, and be close to friends who can encourage you to keep growing. God will give you the power to face whatever life throws at you. 
You know, after your training in the faith these last years, we as a congregation today are really commissioning these young people, commissioning them as Christ's new missionaries to go out into the world, to go to Roland Story High School, to go to the places where you play your various sports, to go to that place someday where you will work. These will be your mission fields in the years to come. And we are commissioning you today to go out from this place where you have been trained and out of your home where you've been trained by your parents and be missionaries into the world, into the places that God has given you to minister. Shine for him wherever you go. That's our word for you today. This morning you have said, I believe in Jesus as my Lord and Savior. We didn't say, together we believe. We each said, from your own lips, I believe. And that's because I cannot believe for you, and you cannot believe for me. You may have very devout relatives in the faith, but that faith that they've exhibited in the years past cannot be credited to you, you see. Each one believes for him or herself. And yet, while faith is a personal matter, we are not alone in the faith, for you see, others believe as we do. We've confessed the Apostles' Creed together today. Each person here has, and we start, I believe in God the Father Almighty, but we say it together. So it's good to know that there is a common confession that we can say as the body of Christ together. But you know, each of the people here today that have confessed that creed are also concerned not only about their their common faith, but they're concerned about your lives. The Christian church is not just a group of people who just happen to believe the same things, but a group of people that are deeply concerned about each other. That's why we're called a family. We are the body of Christ, joined to each other in faith and sharing with each other our joys and our sorrows and the concerns of our common faith. So standing by your side today are thousands of people that believe as you do and whose prayers are ascending to the throne of heaven on your behalf. Isn't that good to know that you're not alone? There are people, people that you don't even know who are praying for you today and will continue to pray for you. It all started in baptism. That was the beginning. God gave you the promise of salvation and placed you in the company of Christ's disciples. Today, after years of instruction, you are prepared now, as you have done at the altar railing and here at the pulpit, to make that decision for yourself to be a follower of of Jesus Christ. Parents and godparents and friends and relatives are here today and in other places praying for you today to wish you every blessing and to pray that you will be a good and faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. As you and others pray for boldness and power, we too can be filled with the Holy Spirit and the places that we are in can be shaken and rocked to their very foundation. May we all be open to all 
God, by his spirit, wants to do through us, through all the years that he gives us, whether we're young or whether we're older. That is our prayer for this church and for these confirmants today. Amen.